right, well, we are currently at $3,625 of our $4,000 goal, and I am going to go ahead and bring on uh, Danny Bivens and his Famicast crew with special guests. Gentlemen. Hello. Much. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You are live, by, you are the, live, way, so by the way. So enjoy. Okay. Oh. enjoy. Can, can everybody hear me? Yes. Okay, good. Your mic is working. Yay. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> our, our early morning brains, on the other hand, possibly. Yeah, uh, maybe not so much. <laughs> yeah, that's probably going to be a bit of a, a bit of a problem. Um, it's 8 a.m. here in Tokyo. This is like before dawn for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a morning person myself. This is. I don't even get up this early to go to work. I get yeah. it six minutes from now, so. Uh, oh, well, it's, it's basically Kamen Rider time for me, so I'm 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 okay by this time. I was just going to ask JJ, is your son watching Kamen Rider right now? As yes. is mine. Yes. <laughs> Kamen Rider, ex- is it execute now? Exade. Exade. With a with a soft G. Okay. <laughs> the gamer one. I, t- I talked about that on the last show, right? Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> so I guess let's just go ahead and get things kicked off uh, for real here. Hello and welcome to a special Famicast Cross 8-4 Play Redux again, part two, seven. <laughs> I think it's like uh, four, actually. Yeah, it's something like that. Let's just put, yeah, put a turbo in there. We'll be fine. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and as always, I'm joined by James Charlton. Hello, I'm Video Games, and so can you. Yes. And like I said, we're joined by two members from the 8-4 crew, Justin J.J. Epperson. Hi. Hi, J.J. And my John Ricciardi. Good morning again. (laughs) Yes. So thanks for coming on the show, guys. Appreciate you guys uh, coming and helping us out like you do pretty much every year. It's always awesome. So to get that 8-4 Yeah, thanks for having us on. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, of course. No problem, man. Cool. We we should get at least 8.4% more um, this year, right? (laughs) Obviously, just just uh, put uh, eighty four cents in your donation, and we'll know. Yes, it's an eighty four bump. That's right, or eighty four dollars. <laughs> oh, they, that would work too. Yes. <laughs> So we got a lot of different stuff to kind of touch on today, so I figured we'd just kind of get right to it. And um, first, I wanted to bring up a little bit about Monster Hunter Stories. Now, JJ and John, have you guys played this at all, or, you, or any interest in this? I know you guys did, right? Okay. Yeah, I, pl- I played the demo, um, mm-hmm. and actually my son has like been playing the demo nonstop. Oh. Yeah. Has he been watching the anime at all? No. I actually okay. don't know when it comes on. Yeah, I don't know either. My wife says she saw it on TV, and she said, you know, it's a good show for kids teaching about friendship and whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's on Sunday, so if it's on today, we'll probably catch it, because he seems pretty interested in it. Um, but, um, I mean, otherwise, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the game's pretty cool. Yeah, and for those listening out there, if you're listening to this to this live you probably know what monster hunter stories is but just in case this is basically like a i guess for lack of better words monster hunter for kids um that's right <laughs> but yeah. i think 
it is a lot more complicated than that. But I mean, basically, it's a Monster Hunter RPG. There's a different kind of visual style, like cell shaded, and um, instead of being a hunter, you're actually a monster rider. Uh, you're basically going around, kind of picking up eggs and fighting monsters and still murdering them. But um, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, you're raising them, I, I guess. But you're doing it with another monster, so it's okay. Exactly, it's fine. And yeah, so I, I picked up the retail version last weekend, and I. Didn't have a oh, lot nice. of time to play until just like yesterday. <laughs> so I've been kind of getting into it. And, you know, the demo, it, it was really fun. I had a lot of, you know, I had a pretty good time with it. But it was even just better getting into the full retail version. There's mm. a lot of depth here, a lot of like Monster Hunter-y type of stuff that I wasn't really expecting. I mean, even still, you know, you can go fishing and catch bugs and uh, stuff like that. You could even, I guess, I think craft different things and, you know, uh, uh, change like your outfits and all that type of crap too. Um, mm. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool and it just looks fantastic on 3ds as well. It, yeah, the graphics are really nice for for 3ds and you know they uh, it's like kind of pseudo tune shaded. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it they they pull it off really well. Um, you know the animations are pretty cool. The cutscenes are very well animated and. Um, <laughs> It's got a lot, you can tell, like, the budget was really high. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of get games for kids that come out these days for 3DS tend to be, like, garbage. A <laughs> 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 total, complete garbage with no, like, redeeming qualities whatsoever. Sure. So I was really excited to see that not only is the game really fun and uh, it looks good, but um, it's a, a game that I can just let my you know sun play and not really have to worry about the content and stuff like that yeah yeah exactly. i think they're going for casual gamers too i mean you know it's not it's not like it's just for kids i mean they're trying to basically just reach an audience of people that didn't play monster hunter before um i'm actually really interested in it but the, i actually i haven't bought it yet because you know i'm almost scared to buy monster hunter <laughs> these days because i know that it you know if i'm going to get into it it's like there goes you know who knows 80 hours of my life and uh right. I'm still playing Dragon Quest Seven, and I just got to oh. play VR. So, like, I've got a lot of other stuff to do right now. So, I'm kind of, I'm kind of waiting for a dry spot, and then I want to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. I hear um, you on that. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just wanted to talk just a little bit about that. It's, I think it's really cool, John. I mean, you'd probably dig it, but like you said, it sounds like you got your your hands full there. Um, yeah, well, Dragon Quest <clears throat> Seven. I mean, you guys have probably talked about this before, but it's like it's such a huge game that it's like if I start anything else like meaty in the middle of it, I know I'm never going to finish it. So I'm I'm trying to just not get into anything else until I'm done with it, and I'm only like halfway through to at like forty hours. So I, I was going to say go. that's the Dragon Quest where it starts forty hours. It basically, yeah, it just goes on forever. Actually, Danny, yeah. Danny I, have, I have a quick question about yeah. uh, Monster Hunter Babies. Um, yes. What's, what's the um, the kind of the playground, you know, uh, kind of swapping mechanic? Do they have something like that? You know, what's going to get kids together, playing together on in the park or in the playground as they do? There, in there is local play. You can actually battle with your monsters and bring them uh, and, you know, fight other people locally. And I think online as well. Um, I haven't done it, really. There's but, no uh, trading or something, like trading eggs or something? I don't know if there's trading. There's Street Pass that I just like unlocked the other day, so I haven't been able to really fiddle around with that either. But okay. um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty neat. I'm uh, having a good time with it. So 
It's, but it's I guess it's good to know you guys are equally as like uh, uninformed as we are when it comes to the latest game. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's got this feature. Maybe, maybe not. We're the same way. It's like, yeah, we see other people playing and it looks really cool. But yeah. actually, I'm getting like most of my Monster Hunter uh, stories. You know, we have we, our mutual friend, I think, um, Adam Ivanko, Gaijin Hunter. He's like basically super hardcore into Monster Hunter anything. So I've been just sort of following him. But like. He's not a good barometer for how good it is because, like, he <laughs> right. gets so into Monster Hunter anything. So, like, watching him, it very well may be the greatest game that was ever made. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's funny because it's, you know, putting the fact that it's Monster Hunter aside, it is very much the kind of game that he would like because, well, I mean, the whole it has this egg system where you um, go inside, like, a monster's nest and steal eggs, and then the eggs will spawn new monsters. Aww. Um, but it's kind of set up like a, a gotcha system where like you go into the nest and you just like pick up random eggs and just keep picking yes. them up till you find one you want. And then when you go back, uh, you know, you you tap when you tap on it to hatch it, depending on where you tap it, it gives the uh, the monster bonuses and stuff like that. So like there's this kind of addictive quality where you like, OK, well, I got this monster. I want to go back and, and, and you know get some more eggs and see if I can get slightly better stats or, you know, uh, I need to collect more monsters. Ooh, hello. And, and, and so that sort of thing. And I think like, especially when it comes to Adam, who has kind of like an addictive personality already. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely something that like, if, if that's the kind of thing you're into, it will definitely hook you. And um, it's nice because the rewards are these really cool design monsters that you can use in battle and, and ride on. Um, as part of your avatar. Right. That's right. cool. Okay, well, um, I think we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic here. But before that, I'm going to tell you guys out there, the listeners, who want... Hold on. No, God, sorry. <laughs> uh, about the new about the contest for this segment, um, if you want to win a cool regular prize, email Godzilla to contest at nintendoworld.com. <laughs> And you will be entered in to win a prize. Again, that is Godzilla, the monster who resides in the seas of Japan. If you didn't know that. <laughs> is this a Godzilla-related prize, or is that just a random Japanese? Let's, let's just assume it's a Godzilla-related prize. <laughs> okay. I take offense to that uh, keyword. <laughs> there, was a, right. there was a Godzilla attack last week, for God's sake. Have some respect. Come on. Sorry, too soon? Too soon? Too soon. Yeah. Well, moving on here... Um, we, I know everybody out there, the listeners, you're probably thinking, oh, NX, we don't want to hear nothing about no NX. There ain't nothing that we need to, that we can even know about the thing. And yes, that's very true. But we thought it might be kind of fun to have a bit of a conversation about not just, you know, what the NX is, but what Japan needs for the NX. And I know that, you know, gamers in the West and media and stuff, they have lots of ideas of what the NX needs to be. But what about for Japan? What are some things, like maybe some games or features that Nintendo really needs to push on this thing to get the NX to be popular in Japan? So, That's a um, good question. Yeah, James, how about maybe you start out? As the authority figure in this uh, conversation, is that what you mean? <laughs> exactly. 
as she everyone does. laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> well, hey, we know, you know we know as we know as much as anyone else, which is more or less yeah. nothing. So, <laughs> so yeah, as I, was, as I was chatting with Miyamoto the other week, um, he said that no. Well, you know, Nintendo, I always feel that Nintendo designs hardware with Japan in mind and everywhere else is kind of like a happy accident. It's like, I mean, go back as far as like, I don't know, the GameCube with the, with the stupid handle, uh, <laughs> making it small and quiet, the Wii small and quiet, you know, and getting grandma to play. I mean, right. lapsed gamers and then the, with the Wii U with the tablet, you know, because no, everyone's only got one TV. Well, no, they don't. But in Japan, they do. <laughs> so, right. yeah, I think... The NX, I mean, it, what everything everyone's predicting it to be and what's rumored and what the freaking Pokemon, the Pokemon guy said, right? He said, like, Nintendo pushing the boundaries of uh, handheld and home consoles or whatever, something along those lines, right? Right. So, you know, it's going to be, like, mainly, like, handheld focus because that's what Japan likes. And that's the only kind of systems they buy, really. I mean, the PS4 and has just overtaken the Wii U, but that's not really much of a statement, is it? Uh, but it's nothing compared to the 3DS. So, you know, people are going to focus on, like Nintendo are going to focus on handhelds. Um, and the, maybe the home thing is more of like a, let's give a, let's give a little bone to the, the Westerners kind of thing, you know, because they like playing on their TVs. Mm. Um, so they're going to try and, you know, bridge both sides and, you know, try and get everyone in like they always do, you know. So it makes sense to get as many people playing as possible, right? Right. So for that, I think Street Pass is coming back. Yeah. <clears throat> mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, I yeah. think Street Pass has to be a part of the equation um, for anything yeah. in Japan. And like you say, like it's it's also it just makes sense for them to. I mean, combining their console and handheld like <clears throat> production lines makes a lot of sense for them from a business perspective too. But like the biggest thing in Japan is probably. How, the the biggest key I should say in Japan is how do they make it work with your cell phone in a way that's not going to be like offensive to core gamers or you know <laughs> yeah. intrusive or whatever because that's ultimately like that's really the only market in Japan that's showing any growth or like potential in the in the coming years you know sad as it may be um, it's 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 weird isn't it because Nintendo are now branching into like you know, mobile games, and at the same time, they're going to be releasing, like, this console, which is, like, a portable thing, uh, we, we think. <laughs> so it's kind of weird that, you know, they're doing both. It's like, well, we accept that everyone has a smartphone, and that's what they prefer to play on, but at the same time, we're going to release another portable system and hope you'll play that too. It's kind of a tricky line to, to, to run by, isn't it? Mm. Well, yes. you know, I saw this, uh, I saw this uh, interesting factoid the other day, and um, it was that uh, the game, uh, iPhone game, uh, Monster Strike, uh, alone um, makes all of, uh, makes more money than all of the consumer gaming industry combined. <laughs> uh, and that's you one know, iPhone game. Um, and uh, I think Nintendo probably knows that and sees that and is thinking, okay, well, you know, we can't just make another game console because... Even making like a really nice, powerful game console like a PS4 isn't working um, in Japan. And you know, even in America, like uh, console sales are not as good as they were. Um, and uh, I think you know the writing's on the wall, and they have to move in a way that will accommodate uh, mobile users who 
may or may not be interested in, in console games, but um, a machine that can kind of pull a few of those people off. Like if they start to pick those people off, uh, and, and, you know, what I'm thinking here is like, well, what we know via like the Eurogamer um, leak and stuff like that is that it's supposedly assuming sort of assuming that stuff is true. <laughs> yeah, assuming that's true. Uh, it's some sort of console hybrid, um, and it's using a, a mobile uh, chip um, from NVIDIA. Um, I guarantee you that it's it's probably because Nintendo wants a machine that. Like with your phone, you can use in your house, you can use outside, and at the same time, it plays games that you would on your phone, like Monster Strike or Puzzle and Dragons or Clash of Clans or whatever. Um, and uh, I think, James, what you said about them designing uh, consoles for Japan is totally true. Um, but I think in this case, like, you kind of have to because Japan is such a dire situation um, that, like, there's only, I mean, I think this is the only place you can go now. Like, just releasing good games isn't going to work anymore. Um, and in America, it may not be that way yet in Europe, too. Um, it may not be that way yet, but I think you have to start moving in that direction now before it's too late. I think, yeah, I think it's, well, and there's, it's okay to do that, too. Like, I mean, you know, yeah, totally. the, the, the NX, I mean, basically, I think they're, getting involved with phones now is purely to try to drive people to NX but I don't think it's also like I don't think it's them thinking like phones aren't the future either I think it's also them like getting their feet wet and getting in the door early and realizing <clears throat> that like the future connection platform to like anything is going to be like a device that's in your hand and not your TV right so it's like well for now we can't just give up everything we've built to now, like, you know, everything we stand for. And, and of course, they want to make good games. And obviously, you can't make really great controlling games on a phone unless they're, like, designed for a phone, which means touchscreens and stuff, and, like, not, like, stuff that core people want to play. So I think they're kind of just, like, trying to set themselves up for to be able to appease people that are on both now and make money because that's where the money's at, but then also kind of be ready so that in the future when everything kind of does move towards a device... Because I, th I think, I've said this before on our own podcast, but I think that, like, you know, we have to think of outside of what's possible right now. And I think in the future, like, it will be possible to have good controls on a device. I don't know what if it's, like, a hollow controller or something, <laughs> like, whatever. Like, that's not my job. But, like, I think that, like, you know, they have to be, like, sort of thinking that's kind of where things are going, you know? Well, yeah, one one day, but it's like saying, you know, one day VR will not make you throw up. You know, we can't really imagine that future at the moment. But... Hey, it doesn't make you throw up. If, you, if the, the game is designed correctly, it does not make you throw up. As someone who routinely throws up to 3D games. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's true. That's true. I think I would um, take your opinion over most people, JJ. I think we have similar, um, you know, throwing upness. <laughs> nausea, nausea factor, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, um, I guess with you know what Nintendo are trying to do, they, I mean, Animal Crossing, right? They've already announced that the next mobile game is going to be Animal Crossing. And else, have we also heard rumors that the it's also going to be on NX, like Animal Crossing? Or they've said that it's going to work with a future console version of Animal Crossing, right? So I don't know. I don't if they, they ever said, actually. I don't think they said future. I think it was just console versions of. Okay, so, so it could just be an update to the 3DS one. 
another <laughs> another update after yeah, the people one. Okay. Well, that's probably why. I mean, that could be a big reason why they're they're coming out with that. Actually, that's out pretty soon, huh? That that new update for the 3DS version. I mean, that's Amiibo out. Plus or something, isn't it? Yeah, yes. I mean, it makes sense to put that game back in the. And they're selling a new package version, you know, that has that built in. Like they're basically. Why else would you bring Animal Crossing back from the, not the dead, but you know what I mean? I mean, it's been off people's radars for like a couple of years now. All of a sudden, it's coming back. It's got to be, I think, because there's going to be interaction with the with the mobile version. I mean, why else would you do it now? Right, right. I mean, Animal Crossing has to come on NX at some point. I mean, if it is a portable system, and sure, then it makes sense, right? You know, if it totally. if, if you can dock dock it at home and play it at home as well, you know, way cool. But um. It's another thing where, like, they're doing both at the same time. They're gonna have the mobile version, and then, you know, possibly a, you know, a, a home version or whatever portable system version. So, but they can't make sure they can't, like, what do you call it? Step on their own toes, kind of thing, too much. So, like, the mobile version can't be too good in a way. It can't be too much of a game. It's just got to be like, I don't know, collecting what is it, bells, or you know, designing clothes or something. It can't be too much like the, the real game, quote unquote real game, because then people are not going to buy it. Assuming that the Animal Crossing game all, is free, like all the other Nintendo. Well, yeah, you say that. And that's, that's, I mean, to some degree, that's definitely true. But I think also it's like, that's their big challenge, right? Is like, how do you find ways to make that game interesting and, and real without actually cannibalizing the, the, the console one? Because the truth of the matter is like, they could potentially end up making just crazy amounts of money on the phone game, and then that one ends up being like where yeah. they get most of their profit from. I mean, I know right. it sounds kind of nuts, but that's that's like JJ was saying. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Pokemon totally Go, anyone? <laughs> right. Well, yeah. And so the key would be like to be able to keep it going. Like what they need, they need to put their creative minds, which are you know among the best in the world, to like finding a way to keep longevity on these phones, right? Because, like, Miitomo fizzled out. If Pokemon Go is, like, better, I'm still playing it, but, I mean, yeah, like, me definitely, it's, and it would be going more if they had more features and stuff, but they're not. But they need to be able to, like, plan those games, like Animal Crossing Mobile or whatever, to be able to be playable for a year. Actually, Animal Crossing is a perfect game for that, right? Because there's, like, events going on year long. But, I mean, anyway, like, they got to basically make it so that it's going to be long-time playable. Yeah. That's good. The events thing is a big thing in Japan, like, you know, whatever, Halloween as it is now. Halloween starts on, like, October 1st <laughs> in, in Japan, it feels like, right, anyway. Right. What are you talking about? It's like August 29th, man. <laughs> I saw decorations and stuff at Costco. It was crazy. <laughs> Jack-o'-lanterns wearing bikinis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On the topic of Animal Crossing, I think, um, you know... I think they've said so much that it's not, I mean, most, most of these mobile games are not going to be like the game that you play on your console. So like, I think we'll probably see something more like the happy home designer takes one aspect of the game that's appealing and, and fun uh, and doable on a phone and then just kind of builds around that. Um, I think Pokemon Go is the best example of that kind of thing. It's, it's Pokemon, but it, it's not kind of pokemon but it's totally different but it's it's pokemon at the same time and it's fun right it's yeah pokemon goes like a unique i mean i don't want to get too far off on this because i could we could take up your whole hour talking about <laughs> this but like i think pokemon go is like a unique case though because pokemon sells on the characters can sell on the characters alone and there's like 150 of them or whatever that are like super well known and just like you know it's it sort of has that element to it whereas i don't think animal crossing could survive on the characters alone like no one's going to recognize Maybe like two or three or five of them. Like I don't know. Like people know like Resetti and stuff like that. But like there's not like and Tom Nook or whatever. But like people don't know all the characters the way they do with Pokemon. So like 
it does need to be something, but it's true. It could be like, you know how, like, remember when they, when Animal Crossing came out and then they like introduced the island and like the island was like this sort of separate mode that was really cool. I mean, not, not totally separate mode, but like, it was like this new element of the game and like, they could do something like that where like, whatever you do is only on the mobile game, but then like interacts with the real game would be really interesting. I think it'd be pretty cool. So, so should we like go around and say what games we, we want on the NX or like, in, you know, with Japan in mind, what needs to be on NX? Sure. Animal Crossing, is that one? Or is that like in the bag? I think they're all in the bag, honestly. I mean, I think it's it's a matter of, um, it's it's going to be a case of when do you introduce the game? Like, Nintendo has a history of like, I don't think Animal Crossing would be an early NX thing because that's something that they introduce when there's a little bit more of a user base. And then they use it to drive the user base to like the next level. You know what I mean? Like, they go from like level two to level three of like having so many people on their on their console or whatever. But like, they're going to go through probably all the, mainstays right your mario karts and your we already know about zelda and right and everything and I, else i think another big one that's probably fairly obvious is you know the next monster hunter i mean that's that's gonna be probably a thing on the nx i mean it seems to me like stories was, yeah uh, yeah hopefully uh, i don't think it's coming to mobile um <laughs> are people still crying like that there's no you know hd version like oh yes no are people so still crying, crying about that <laughs> yeah well, I think yeah, at the yeah. very least we can finally get a version that doesn't have PS2 graphics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Because the Wii, the Wii was basically PS2, and then everything's been based off that since then. Ironically, we the Wii version of Monster Hunter is still the best-looking one that's not on a PC. Huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> you we was powerful enough to push more polygons, and like if you. You go back and look. The character models and the the monster models in that game were much better than the other ones. Well, what about HD? What about the uh, updated one for Wii U? Like a launch title, wasn't it? Was based off the 3DS version. Right, so just the HD models like, are yeah. not good. Oh, oh right. It, it has like all the extra like shaders and stuff, but the models are still 3DS models. So. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just basically that blown up on your TV. It's slightly, I, it's it's barely HD, but it is. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in the box. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we already know that Dragon Quest is coming, right? They've announced right. that, like, Dragon Quest, I guess, 10 and 11 are coming out on NX. And, I mean, that's exciting. It'd be really interesting. You know how they announced that Dragon Quest 11, there's, like, the, the like adult PS4 version. And then the, like, <laughs> I, and then the like chibi, like, SD sort of old-school-looking uh, 3DS version. And I think they both look amazing. I think the 3DS one looks, like, crazy good. But um, yeah. I wonder if somehow they could utilize the you know console and handheld variants of the nx yeah. to have like both in one because <laughs> that would be go. really cool yeah that's that's I'm, the exciting thing isn't it like about all of these games is that we don't have to decide do we want you know the the home console version or the portable version you know in true. theory we can have both at all times always it's exciting it'll be convenient <laughs> and if they actually work in ways to and again, I guess, you know, uh, disclaimer, like we really don't know. And like we, we don't we're not working on any NX games or anything. So we don't have like stuff in the, in the office or anything. We're not like, you know, blowing smoke. We really don't know. So he says. And uh, like, <laughs> what you me, told yeah. me earlier. Sorry, I got to turn my NX off. <laughs> no. Um, and so, you know, I, I really don't know. But I mean, if all this stuff is true about the console and handheld things being separate, um, you know, having two elements to it. Like, yeah, man, like they could be coming up with lots of different ways to make like I don't want to just like you know, take my guy on the go and level up by walking or some stupid, you know, crap. Um, but like, you know, if there's like actually legitimately fun things that you can do or like different modes on the go from home, as opposed to it just being like, 
you're playing the same exact game on the go at home. That would be really interesting to me. But whether it's going to be that or not, we really don't know, right? right. Get some Splatoon practice on the train on the way to work. <laughs> And then play for play for realsies when you get home. Hey, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Splatoon like is a, is a game that I think definitely needs to be close to launch, just because that is like Nintendo's best property right now. But I also think that like it's gonna. We have to see, you know, if, if it is like this hybrid console that does the console and blah blah blah. <laughs> I like. I want to see how close par- parity they get with mobile in terms of the big mobile properties appearing on. The NX. Ah, uh, yeah. I think you have to be reaching out to those people now to have any sort of chance. Those in people. Japan at all. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay. Yeah, maybe it, maybe it launches with like Puzzle and Dragons or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that would be, be like, a little sad, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we should go ahead and transition into our next segment here, because it might take a little bit. And uh, it's going to be a quiz. And actually, James, do you want to kind of explain to the listeners what this is and maybe what they need to do? So not not only can they listen to us play the quiz and me probably fail miserably, um, (laughs) but how they can also fail miserably themselves. So... Um, yeah, we're about to do a quiz. Um, I think we tweeted out the link. Um, yes. You did. Is that on the NWR uh, Twitter feed and probably the Famicast one? Um, I on the just... Famicast one. I can confirm that. Okay. And <laughs> I just put it in the chat as well. There's like a chat going on here. So hopefully you guys, I'll just paste it again for good measure. Oh, yeah, somebody. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Uh, Jonesy just did the same thing at the same time. Anyway, yeah, so if you click that link, log in with your name, and then if you want to win a prize, um, go ahead and put your email in the second box. And so we'll know to contact you if you win. Um, obviously, Danny, you shouldn't do that because uh, you can't win because that would be uh, cheating. Well, not okay. that you know the answers or anything, but. <laughs> Actually, right. yeah, Danny, go ahead, put your email. See if you, you're not going to win anyway. So uh, Got it. <laughs> So yeah, basically, um, we're going to start this interactive quiz. So we'll all be answering questions at the same time. Um, hopefully, you guys are all looking at a, a picture that says, uh, please stand by. Yep. With some, uh, some hilarious music playing in the background. Um, so yeah, um, we've got 10 questions. And whoever gets the most at the end uh, will win. Danny, what are they going to win? So we have a Famicom ROM Amiibo to give away. So, woo! Nice. That fits with the theme nicely. Yes. Um, so yeah, Famicom Rob Amiibo. If you want to win that, join in. Um, if you're listening to like the pre-recorded version, you know, weeks after the fact, then you could just play along for funsies, I guess. And uh, yeah, enjoy. So should we get started? Let's do it. Sure. Let's, Let's, do, it. Do, it. Let's it. do it. So uh, hopefully when I press this, things will move. Cool. Oh, wow. That's cool. There we go. So yeah, um, like I said, 10 questions. We're going to start off easy. Um, do they get harder? Maybe. I didn't really think about it that much. <laughs> it may go way hard and then slightly easier again. I didn't really think about it that way. But the first question is super, super easy anyway. So here we go. Um, there's, last time we did this on the Famicast, we did a like um, fastest finger first kind of thing. We're not doing that this time. 
just like if you get it right, the person who gets the most answers right. Okay, so don't worry about being um, fast, but um, there will be a time limit because I don't want people Googling. <laughs> if we leave it for like three minutes, people are just going to Google the answer. So here we go. First question. Uh, what color? This is just to check if you're alive. What color are Mario's overalls? <laughs> Blue, green, pink, black. Choose one of those and click next. Obviously, we we, we can't say what we think the answers are, right? Uh, well, you can say that after you after we've uh, seen all the answers. Just a sec. Gotcha. So it looks like everyone's alive and moving and breathing, apart from Danny. Oh no, there he is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not dead yet. Not dead yet. <laughs> And, you know, this answer depends on what kind of, uh, how your CRT was calibrated during... Yeah, that's very true. That's right, so technically, yeah. Let's let's just say, you know, the standard official color in all the artwork and everything, you know. Okay, okay. let's not get too crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yes, of course, the answer was... Blue. <laughs> Looks like everyone got that one right. No answer, what? I, uh... Couldn't, I couldn't pick. No, no, there's some, some guys who have died, I guess, and they, they didn't answer. I oh, see. Don't worry about that. They're dead now. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Cool. So that was the kind of not... That was not just the warming up question. Here's a, a kind of real question. Nice. So here we go. The next question is... What was Mario's original name from the Donkey Kong arcade game? Shouldn't be, be too hard. We got Bounceman, Spaceman, Rockman, Jumpman, and Al. <laughs> See what we got. <laughs> Shouldn't be too hard. Just you know, getting the weed from the chaff here with this question. Yes. You know, don't want any uh, wannabes here. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, looks like James Jones is stumped by this one. Oh no, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit slower than the rest, but yes, of course, uh, the answer was Jumpman. Um, but he was also previously known as Mr. Video and even Osan. But those were like during the prototype stages. Um, don't know if you remember that Miyamoto interview. Hey, look um, at his overalls there. I demand a, a, re a recount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think the first question was Super Mario, but this is Donkey Kong. Um, yeah, we're looking, all looking at a picture of the Donkey Kong arcade cabinet side sticker thing that's right mr video wasn't mr video went into uh another game wasn't it the uh what are those games called somebody's gonna help me out in the chat here i'm i totally know what you're talking about and i can't remember the name right now space someone, someone yes yes the, the, or something or i forget i don't know rhythm action game <laughs> urban champion uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, that should be a quiz question. Obviously, we don't know it, so. <laughs> Rhythm Alien. Bit Trip Runner, thank you very much. Uh, Jonesy to the rescue there. Yes, that's right. It was Captain Video, though, not Mr. Video. So, yeah. Anyway, Osan, I guess that just means old dude. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, here we go. Warming up now. Here we go. You ready for this one? So, um, which two sprites from Super Mario Bros. 1? are practically identical in design. So for this one, you need to select two from this list, okay? So we've got the shells, superstars, blocks, the bushes, the mushrooms, and the clouds. So choose two of those. Which one identical? Identical in design. Okay. 
Gotta be the stars in the block. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, don't give it away. Or like James Jones said, Mario and Bowser. They're identical. Come on. <laughs> they're both made out of pixels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, I'm going to have to give a countdown on this one. Some people have been slow. Three, two, one, boo. Yes, of course. It uh, is the clouds and the bushes. They're exactly the same. They just um, are they flipped? Not that flip. Not even flipped, are they? Are they just flipped. Color, just different color palette. Yeah. Yeah. Why did they do that? Somebody save memory. Save memory. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, it's really hard making these kind of Nintendo quizzes when you know like everyone who's going to be doing it is like super hardcore Nintendo fans. <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of puts a certain amount of pressure. It's like, oh shit, I can't be too easy. Yeah, like... you gotta put up questions like, what color was the dog bowl you could inhabit inside of Geist? For the game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like, you know, what color was like the NPC in the third town's t-shirt in like Act Razor or whatever, you know, like, and then everyone gets it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, the, the theme for this quiz is Mario. So these are all Mario-related questions, various Mario games. So in case it hadn't, wasn't in, in, immediately obvious. Okay, here we go. Next question. Uh, what are the bomb characters called in the Mario series? Bomb-omb. Bomb-omb. <laughs> this doesn't make sense when you read it out. Bob-omb. Or Bob-omb. <laughs> Bob-mom. <laughs> I just realized that when you read it out, it's complete nonsense. This is like very much a visual question. Yeah. Uh, if you're playing along, you can obviously see the spelling a lot easier there. <laughs> you probably don't even know what I just said. Yep. It all just sound like I just said the same word four times. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, we got some wrong answers here, so it's not that easy. Okay. Hurry up, you guys. I don't want you Googling. I'm going to do a countdown here. Three, two, one. Time up. The correct answer was Bob Om. So, but if you say it quickly, it goes ba bomb. Like a bomb. Bomb sound. Does, that, does anyone know what these are called in Japanese? <laughs> Excuse me, in Japanese? I don't remember offhand. Is it bomb momu? <laughs> just like that? Uh, I, don't I don't think, think so. Different. Yeah. It, it may just be bomb. bomb. bomb it could be just bomb. Right. right. Exactly. So yeah, bomb. We're just looking at a picture of the uh, the trophy of it from uh, Melee. Bomb. Okay, cool. So we tricked some oh. people up there. Uh, actually, yeah, I think, uh, Justin, you uh, also got that wrong, right? I think I did, yes. <laughs> I, I see, the thing is, like, I always called it Bamam, not Babam. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that, I, I like, always had it. that in my head as it being Bamam, but, yeah. <laughs> that's right, yeah. I think I was the same way, and I only found out, like, in the last couple of years. So, right. yeah, it's tricky. Okay, let's move on. Next question. This is kind of a long question, but... Uh, here we go. In the original SNES version of Super Mario World, there was one character that Yoshi couldn't eat. But, yet he could in the Super Famicom version, the Japan version. What was it? So, we've got the Bony Beetles, the Charging Chucks, the Dolphins, or the Urchins. Urchins are those, you know, obviously. I actually don't know this, so I'm taking a guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just... Yeah, I just played this on 3DS earlier this year, too. Crap. Japanese one, too. Is that the Super Famicom? I'm sure I knew it at one point, but <clears throat> I'm old. I actually haven't played much of Super Mario World, so... What? Yeah, I was a Sega kid. 
That's true. That's true. We've had this. We've had this uh, sad argument before. We're just, we're just evicted, uh, evict Justin from the quiz immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Put some Sonic questions in there. <laughs> what color is Sonic? <laughs> okay, this is tricking a lot of people up. I mean, it's not too hard if you think about it. If you know a little bit about Japanese culture, I guess. Uh, okay. <laughs> Three, two, one. Time up, guys. The answer was the dolphins. Ooh, so, yeah, deep, deep dolphins. Exactly. So that's that, that's where I was going with. If you know a bit about, oh, I see. Culture. So yeah, in the US and European versions, um, obviously, when Toshi, Yoshi tries to eat them, it just goes. It just does the block thing. It just goes boom, blocks it. But yeah, you can totally eat them in the Japanese version. And I think this was changed in the in the shitty Game Boy Advance versions. I think you can eat them in all versions in the in the Game Boy Advance. Do we know the reason why? Is it just like a? I don't know. I'm sure it's a sensitivity thing, thing, right? I mean, it's like some, you know, it's not very nice to eat dolphins. So <laughs> true. Well, some people have theorized that um, it makes it easier for for the um, like the European version because you can't accidentally eat. The dolphins, because you use them as platforms, right? But um, true, true. Or people are just saying, yeah, like you said, just the the fact that you're eating dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't what was the ice climbers? There was something changed in ice climbers for the similar kind of reasons, wasn't it? Um, the the polar bears. The polar bears are not in. No, 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 not polar bears. No, the polar bears are in both. The, oh, the seals. The seals. You can't club seals to death in the uh, <laughs> versions. <laughs> yeah. Because the nice game is you do hit seals, right? In the Japanese version, the Famicom version. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's a shitty game. Who cares? Um, but I think. <laughs> okay, next question. Here we go. Yeah, that tripped a lot of people up, that one as well. Here we go. Next question. So, there was a game called Super Mario Bros. USA, released in Japan. Uh, which game was this a blatant reskin of? The Fairyland Story, Towering Adventure, Rainbow Islands, The Story of Bubble Bubble 2, or Yume Kojo Doki Doki Panic? <laughs> Sounds like even Justin's son knows the answer to that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, actually, he's playing Overwatch right now, so. <laughs> Hardcore. Okay, yeah, well, uh, this is way easier, I guess, than the other one. Like I said, the difficult. Uh, it goes up and down. <laughs> okay, cool. Yes, uh, that was everyone got that super quick. Yeah, of course, it's uh, Doki Doki Panic. Um, but all those other the games that were on that uh, list, they're all real, by the way. I didn't make. <laughs> I was going to ask that actually. I wasn't. Yeah. <clears throat> like Fairyland Story and all that other shit that I just mentioned. They're, they're all genuine Famicom games. <laughs> um. But yeah, Doki. Has anyone actually played Doki, like actual Doki Doki Panic? Yeah, I did. Oh, cool. Oh, you want you want it? Is it? It's a disc system game. Disc system game. Yep. Yep. Does it, does it still work? It does. Yeah, and I mean, it plays basically the same as Mario Two. I mean, there's little differences here and there, but it's it's more or less the same game, just with different characters, well, and slightly kidding. slightly less interesting animations and stuff here and there. Because you know, when they when they ported it over, like they did with a lot of games back then, they they sort of upgraded certain aspects of it. What's what the, is, what is, is it still all a dream? Is it all a dream? Uh, I don't think I've ever finished it. Um, but I mean, the game is, it's Yume Tojo, right? So it's like, it's probably, yeah. it's Dream Factory is like what it's called. So 
it's probably a dream. <laughs> or at least they're, you know, they're, it's all related to dreams anyway. You know, it says Fuji Television on the package. Say, yeah, like, I, it, mean, it, I, know. I believe it was based off a TV show. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Right on. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. Here we go. Next question. I don't even remember what number one at the moment. <laughs> Let's say we're around about five. I don't know. Next question. Um, the shy slash angry nature of the booze in Super Mario Brothers 3, I think that was their first appearance, was based on Koji Kondo's fear of ghosts. A fever dream that Miyamoto had. Takashi Tezuka's wife. <laughs> or oh, a typical Japanese salaryman. Yes. Yeah. So Our typical shy... Japanese salaryman ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that would be the shy slash angry nature. Ah, I see. I see. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to just guess on this one. Yeah. This is a good one. I wouldn't feel too bad about not knowing this. It's pretty. Uh, yeah. I'm making sure that I answer within like five seconds, whether yeah, I yeah. or not. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No googling. Yeah, people are Nobody yeah, put your hands on the Googles. There's a good question in the chat right now. Question Was his wife a salary man? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, the answer was. Yay, nice. Like, uh, life? Wife? Yes. <laughs> Waifu? Yeah, so apparently this came from an interview. Um, the personality was based on his wife, who would be normally a shy kind of person, but then had like a really like explosive temper behind the scenes apparently this was due to like you know tezuka spending most of his time at work probably working on super mario brothers 3 so <laughs> all comes so he was right. a terrible husband and he put his <laughs> wife in the game as a ghost but it's okay That's because true. he made many children of the world happy yeah. if, if not his own <laughs> does, does tezuka have kids i don't even know that who knows hopefully we've got to keep that dna going <laughs> Well, not if he, you know, doesn't get on with his wife. Not going to have kids that way. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting one. Um, so there you go. Next question. So during the development of Super Mario Brothers 1, Famicom, uh, what item was Mario originally going to hold? So this is during the development stage of uh, Super Mario Brothers 1. Is it a bat? A gun? A ball? A whip? An Italian sausage. <laughs> or E, an Italian sausage. I'm just going to take a guess. He should have allowed for write, write-in answers. Yeah. <laughs> that that would have been cool. I would have totally written in pizza. <laughs> to be honest, it's just because I couldn't be bothered to check, like, hundreds of answers. <laughs> this is just to speed up the price. Right, sure. Have your wins. <laughs> okay. I think we've got answers from everyone. Yes, okay. Here we go. The answer was a gun. That's right. Oh, wow. That right. seems very un Miyamoto like. It is, isn't it? So, yeah, this came from a Famitsu interview, apparently. Um, he said that during development, like, A was going to shoot bullets <laughs> from an actual <laughs> gun, and B was going to dash, and then up was going to jump, which is, you know, I'm glad they changed that because that would have been terrible. Yeah, they um, said he would shoot bullets. I don't know. It doesn't necessarily have to have been from a gun. You know how video games were back then. They could have just, like, appeared, you know. So, but... <laughs> Right, out of his Mind hand. bullets. Right. 
It's like a different well, yeah, gadget. Have shoot, but that's why I think wasn't that like why they brought back shooter stuff in Super Mario Land? There's like shooting stages on in the oh, ship. Oh yeah, there is right, the the air, airplane stage. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Cool. Yeah, apparently they were gonna have a shoot 'em up stage in the original Super Mario Brothers, so I guess they just postponed that for the Game Boy. That was my Super Mario Brothers, by the way. That was my first Mario game, Mario Land. Mm. All the feels for that game. I love that game. Uh, it's great. Um, okay. How many questions have we got here? One, two... I th- yeah, I think we've got two left. <laughs> <laughs> Studio audience. That's right. <laughs> Justin's kid is uh, very hyped for the next question. Okay, yes, yeah, so we've got two more questions. Here we go. The Wizard was basically a 97-minute long advertisement for Nintendo and Super Mario Bros. 3. But what was it called in Japan? I know this one. I actually wow. don't know this one, so I'm going to have to guess. Is it Sweet Road, Magic Gamer, Gamer Road, or The Ultimate? Wow. So it's not... I would love to go back and watch the Japanese version of that. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, with version. Up, yeah. yeah, I want to know what the Japanese version is. I, I love the Power Glove. It's so rad. Is <laughs> <laughs> the Power Glove even released here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, there was a, I think it was from maybe Bandai? I forget who put it out, but... um. But yeah, you still see it a lot in like, you know, retro circles and stuff. Like it's kind of a collectible thing here too. Cool. Okay. We all got answers here. Yes. Three, two, one. Time up, guys. There you go. It's called Sweet Road. Uh, <laughs> that's what I, I, is that the one I guessed? I forgot what I what I chose. I, that sounded I think, Japanese. I think Justin got it right. Did I did. It? Yeah. I I know this because like uh, like last year, people were talking about it on Twitter, and like, why would you call it Sweet Road? <laughs> like, I mean, I guess maybe it's like a sweet movie about two kids who are sweet on each other. I don't know. They're doing a sweet thing for <laughs> their little brother to take them. I don't know. It's an American I, road so movie, according to the back and of the you box. You don't really hear Japanese people use the word sweet, except for like in re- with regards to like candy and sweets. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a weird word to use. Yeah. I mean, how is like the katakana word sweet? How is it even used in everyday language? I I've never seen it or heard it used really, yeah. except for like with regard to like at bakeries sometimes. Um, you'll see it on stuff, but yeah. it it could have been like a word that was kind of in rotation at the time, but it quickly dropped yeah. out of the vernacular. You sometimes <laughs> say like chocolate, don't you? Like. Sweet choco or bitter choco, right? But that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird to call that a movie. But I, yeah, I think John, you just said that, right? It says on the back, American Road Movie. Yes, American Canto de. To the selling. Yeah, it's road like movie. a like a fresh feeling, emotional American road movie. <laughs> <laughs> it also back. sounds like an yeah. adult movie title if you, depending on how you read the katakana. Yeah. But no, that's, that's <laughs> it's so that. weird that they didn't like push the whole video game thing. And then even on the box, it says the wizard on the back. So it's like, yeah. Right. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It does. It has the logo. They, they often do that on um, movies when they completely change the title. They sometimes have the, you know, the English title, right. like little text right at the bottom. So you just say, you know, what the hell movie you're looking at? Yeah. Yeah. And it's the this is the, uh, the super subtitled version. Oh. I want to watch this. We got to get this and like yeah. we just like watch it like on video yeah. like streaming or something. That'd be awesome. <laughs> For people who are just listening to this, we're looking at the the actual VHS uh, cover of the the, the movie, which it looks is like just it's a bit faded too. Yeah, yeah. Some of this <laughs> perfect. Scan, it's, 
<laughs> it's been in a window for like 20 years. <laughs> and somebody scanned it. Okay, guys, this is it. Last question. Um, if I knew what everyone's scores were, I could put some kind of, you know, tension to this, but I have no idea. So <laughs> let's, let's just pretend everyone's on the same score and this is it. This is the ultimate question. This is the ultimate. <laughs> it's totally not. Okay, here we go. According to a 1993 Nintendo character guide, Yoshi's full name is what? Uh, T. Yoshiling Munchalot. T. Yoshisaw Munchakoopas. T. Yoshi Koopa Munchasaurus. Or Denver the Last Dinosaur. What does the T stand for? <laughs> like Theodore or something? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's why I went with Denver the Last Dinosaur for the last one. <laughs> 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 like, whatever. Okay. Oh. I'm surprised that most people are getting it. It's scary. Almost everyone's getting this right. That is... I think everybody yeah. was like equally appalled when they saw the news <laughs> for that like leak or whatever. You know, when they finally released that like book or whatever. Was it this year? Was it earlier it was this year? Last two years or so. I'm not sure, but ridiculous. Really terrible. Okay, uh, last guy's not answering, but time's up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that is not the answer. Um, the answer is. Um, Yoshiso Munchakoopas. Um, so <laughs> this is natural scan from the from that guide, by the way. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Somebody had too much time in their hands. Yes. Uh, I don't mean the person who scanned this. I mean the person who came up with T Yoshiso Munchakoopas, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> that is. Yeah. It's just so random. I mean, we never. No one ever knew about this until it was like released. Uh, it's just so bizarre. I mean, do these? What are they called? Character guides? Do they have it? Have you ever seen one, like in real life? I've not seen one. I don't. You know, it's not weird to have that sort of thing, but it's it is weird to when you have characters created in Japan to think that the Western branch can just like go ahead and create backstories for these characters. Like, <laughs> right? That's not that really was one of those like Nintendo as a toy sort of thing back in the day. You know, where the these kind right. of decisions were probably more made by like a an advertising firm who wanted to appeal to children and stuff like that. Like some right. dude who used to work at Hasbro or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, and I'm, I'm guessing the T is like Tyranno or something like that. That's a good point, yeah. Uh, but, so the text here says from the character guide, it says, Yoshi, properly known, not previously known, properly known as T. Yoshiso Munchagoopers, has been held captive in an egg until Mario, homo Nintendus, popped <laughs> <laughs> along and rescued him. So there you go. Even uh, Mario has his own um, Latin name. Right. I mean, it, it, it's confirmation that Mario isn't even actual human. He's a <laughs> he's a homo Nintendo variant of the uh, human species, I guess. Yeah. So, <laughs> can you imagine if that got out in the in the playgrounds of the eighties? That's what it was called. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, that is the end of the quiz. And uh, Danny, uh, while I check the scores. <laughs> Can you just kill some time? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, first, I thought we should go ahead and give an update on the donations here. And uh, as of right now, we have raised, thanks to you guys out there, a total of $3,650. Uh, nice. 91% of our 
total here. So thank you guys so much for that. Yay. And, you know, hey, like we said earlier earlier in the show, uh, if you guys want to do a bit of an 8-4 bump, maybe add 84 cents, $84, $8,400 to your donation, um, <laughs> wow. the kids would be very, very uh, grateful for that, I'm sure. So, <laughs> All for the kids. Yes. Right. Exactly. And Tezuka's wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, too soon. She yes. might be listening. She could be. <laughs> So, actually, John, I saw something on Twitter that I wanted to ask you about. So, sure. are you going to the Zelda concert tonight? Here? Yes. Okay, that's, right. that's cool. Cool. Tonight, uh, 12 hours or something. Not even like that. Less than that. Yeah, it's at 6 p.m. in Tokyo. There's the Zelda 30th anniversary concert. I think this is the third one, actually. They had one in Kyoto uh, a few weeks ago, and then there was there's going to be another one like this afternoon. And I'm right. going to the evening show. Um but yeah, this is like my fourth Nintendo concert, maybe. Like, it's weird. Wow. The concerts in Japan, they're all like a, a lottery system to be able to buy tickets. Um, yep. And I've <laughs> yep. somehow managed to win every time. Uh, and I know people who couldn't get in this one. So it was, uh, I teamed up with some other people. And like, it was like, whoever wins will get tickets for the other guys. And so I, right. I happened to win. So it's going to be That's class. Nice. I, yeah, I tried to get in on this one, too, man. I, I couldn't get it. <laughs> oh, bummer. Yeah, but hey, it's okay. I went to the the one years ago with the release of Ocarina of Time 3D here because there was a yeah. special <laughs> yeah, ticket inside of the game to give you a chance to win, a chance to pay money to go right. to the concert, you know? <laughs> Do you think at the end Fred Savage will come out and be playing Breath of the Wild <laughs> on a large TV? That's the only way. They're going to drop yes. him down from, like, suspended, like, things. Right. Like Actually, you know, I was just, you know, looking at the back of the box, and, like, they don't even mention Fred Savage on the box. It's like a Christian Slater movie in Japan. Yeah. Like, I guess because nobody knew who Fred Savage was. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think they, uh... What was that show he was I don't on? think anyone anyone Wonder ever years. knew who Fred Simon. Yeah, was. I don't think they had Wonder Years here. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did they have Wonder Years here? <laughs> no, That's a good question. Yeah, we could look yes. it up, Uncle Google. Yeah. Anyway, See, it, yeah, that's usually a question I'd ask my wife too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yes, we uh, we have a winner. Okay. Um, it is. Um, well, his his nickname. At least is uh, MASB. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, did he get yeah. everything or make America super? No, he actually got. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, sorry, we've got a draw here. I've just been just uh, confirmed that uh, this other person was not staff. Okay, yes, MASB and one other person, Peanut B Crunch, uh, drew at nine out of ten. So nice. uh, hopefully, we'll be able to get both of you guys a, a prize. Um, might have rip, to rip the amiibo in half. Yeah, yeah. It's all the <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, congratulations to you, you two guys. Hopefully, we can both get you something. One of you guys will have to get the amiibo. The other one will get something equally awesome. Mm -hmm. Cool. So yeah, well done to everybody. Uh, everyone did pretty good, at least over, let's say, seven out of ten. Most people. Yeah. How, how did? Oh yeah, how oh, did... yeah. I guess you guys want to know how how you did, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Danny, you got eight out of ten. Oh, okay, cool. Good job. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Justin, you got seven out of ten. Nice. Hey. And jo John, are you John? Yeah, John TV, right? Uh, John, yep. you got eight out of ten. Nice. So yeah, Danny and uh, John here on the the live the live people. Uh, well done. Good job. 
I got I got screwed over by the bomb bombs. God, <laughs> <laughs> damn yep. bomb bombs! By the way, Wonder Years was in Japan. And it was called <laughs> Sub- Subarashiki. How do you say that? Nichi Nichi, like uh, you know, days Hibi, I guess. Uh, hibi. Basically, yeah. like wonderful, magnificent, wonderful days, or whatever it was called. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> uh. so there you go. <laughs> cool. So, uh, are we okay? For, are we okay for time? By the way. We've got two minutes. Uh, two minutes, okay. Um, yes. So, uh, any plugs? Any, any <laughs> to talk about? Yeah. I want to plug the uh, Super Famicom video I'm watching right now. If you go yeah. to our website, uh, 8-4.jp, where we post the podcast, like JJ puts links in every episode, and he put a link this episode to a one-hour-long video from 1990 about the Super Famicom that somebody, like, took off a VHS tape and uploaded in Japan. And uh, it's pretty interesting. I mean, it's just like footage of all the launch games before they came out with a few people in weird outfits and some uh, strange commercials and stuff. But it's a pretty cool piece of history. And I've been watching it the whole time we've been talking. So uh, recommend. <laughs> uh, buy God of Protectors on the 3DS eShop. Yes. We've been plugging that every chance we get. It's a really <laughs> awesome game and nobody pays attention to it. So please check it out. Do it. Cool. 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 Thanks for having us, guys. No, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thanks, thank you for coming, for coming on. on. Yeah, for real. Um, and uh, yeah, so I guess waiting in, waiting to come on next, uh, we have a Super Mario RPG retrospective that's coming on here in a very few minutes. So those guys. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> Didn't come out in Europe. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're one of those guys. Thanks very much, that. Nintendo. Thanks for oh, bringing bummer. it. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, yeah. Uh, how many seconds we got left? Can I just list off all the RPGs that never came out in Europe? Seventeen seconds. Seventeen seconds. Okay. <laughs> Super Mario RPG, Chrono Trigger, all the Final Fantasies, all the Dragon Quests, uh, Earthbound. Um, what else didn't come out? Can anyone else think of any awesome RPGs? That's why you guys are into the Amiga so much. <laughs> you didn't have anything else? Yep. Lots more. Please understand. So glad <laughs> that I wasn't born in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, especially in the 90s. It's, it's, yeah. uh, they've made up for it since then, I think. I think they've overtaken uh, uh, NOA since then. But yeah, back when I was growing up, holy shit. <laughs> Just enjoy your Terra Enigma, JC. <laughs> I right. did. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're done. Thank you guys. Yeah. And thanks awesome. for donating. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Bye. 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 See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what the NX is. Yeah, he does. <laughs>